a playlist original. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster with Eros Gates and Jackson. A little mini, uh, special mini episode for you, the Oscar nominations uh, that came out today as of this recording. It was a big day for the film industry. Some people woke up happy. Some people woke up <laughs> to no phone calls at all because they weren't nominated. Slept in peacefully. <laughs> Slept in peacefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's always a fun day for uh, cinephiles because there's a lot of, you know, even fans of movies are really happy today. And then there's some that are really upset. <sighs> and yeah, and a, a lot, lot of opinion- places in between. <laughs> yeah, a lot of opinions today. Um, but I was up right early at five in the morning to watch mm. some live. And uh, yeah, you're lucky. You're, you know, I was already at work. I had my, my <laughs> it was like nine yeah. o'clock and I had my phone yeah. open and an AirPod in. I was doing my work, but I was like more definitely dialed into my phone uh, watching them live. And I remember a, a coworker was like having a, a brief, she was like asking me a question and I was like not paying attention at all. I, <laughs> I think I had a blank expression on my face as I was listening to the commentary of the, the nominees being announced. And actually, this is my first time ever watching them uh, broadcast live oh, the nominations i've only ever like respond like seen them when they were posted online by like various news outlets so this was a first for me and i thought i mean in- instantly hey i don't know why i didn't do this sooner uh and b yeah. this will be something i do every year definitely going forth well going it's forward. especially good for you because it's not at a it's not at the crack of dawn so it's good for that's right uh, you yeah yeah uh, for me it was like 5 30 which was fine. I was tired, but once they started, I was like, oh, okay, this is good. Yeah. It was like, and it was, you know, fun to watch and trying to see, like, oh, who is, you know, every time there was a certain name or movie that was coming up, I was like, oh, I haven't heard so and so's name or I haven't heard that movie. It's or, fun going along going with on? it and being like, who, once like the ones that they led with like a, a name that you wouldn't have expected there, then the rest of that category, you're thinking, Oh, who's, who's not making it. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I was like, although I had to keep myself composed cause I was standing up in the middle of my workplace. I was like in my head, I was like freaking out for a couple of them. It was hard to keep my composure. I was like, Oh my yeah. God. You know, anyone um, looking at you like, what are that's you? That's right. <laughs> cause no one literally uh, knew what I was doing. I, like we, it was pretty quiet first thing in the morning at work. So like I wasn't broadcasting that I was <laughs> listening to the Oscar. Um, what are your thoughts overall, positive or negative? Like, without getting too into detail, we'll have plenty of time to do that. But how do you think um, about I, the ceremony overall? I thought they were like mostly good. They were kind of like in line with like what we've been seeing, like yeah. all award season. Surprisingly and, uh, accurate for the most part. Yeah, especially especially the whole like best picture category. I was like, oh, that looks yeah, exactly. No, how no, no surprises there for there, sure. There was no no major surprises there at all, and um, I think you know. You've had you've had a clear favorite for a bit. Like Oppenheimer was like your has been your clear favorite, and that yep. showed up pretty well. I mean, all the major ones showed up pretty well with the, the yes, amount of nominations is. that they that they got. Now there's this more specific about which ones were excluded from certain categories, and definitely uh, we'll probably talk about that. Uh, oh, there's when we get, when a lot we get more examples them. than I would have thought once you start stacking them up. But like, yeah, just to your point, um, I honestly like I knew this movie Oppenheimer was going to do great at the oscars i don't know that i necessarily thought it would lead with the amount that it is leading by i got 13 total nominations across all the major categories um yes or things at 11 i guess i'm not too surprised at that but i i don't know that i would have thought it would be that close to killers of the flower moon right behind it with 10 and barbie a big surprise for me too i thought it would have been more of a rival with uh, oppenheimer but it came in with eight total nominations to oppenheimer's 13 i i genuinely yeah, I was surprised. I thought that'd be a little bit tighter, uh, closer in number, but 
Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, to, to you know, Iron Hunter got thirteen, and it's in the company of a few other movies that got had that have received thirteen nominations, and that's Gone with the Wind, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Mary Poppins, The Shape of Water, Forrest Gump, From Here to Eternity, Chicago, Shakespeare in Love, In the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. They all have received. 13 nominations a in lot the of winners best picture winners amongst those that you yeah. just named also benjamin Button got 13 nominations you know, I, mean, I didn't even know that i'm like reading I that. i'm like oh really cherish <laughs> that movie it's one of my favorite fincher movies i haven't seen it in too long and i just did not know it was that it got that much love i think it's it's probably for me one of his most underrated ones yeah uh, i agree of, of, of his mainstream ones that people still like you know it's not not like alien 3 where you, you forget about yeah <laughs> that that was even made that's a great point but but yeah, I didn't even know it got 13 nominations because and I haven't watched it in forever. I don't too. think it won much, if any. I can't recall the top I don't of my head think it but... either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would you know, uh poor things with eleven, because we're calling with ten, Barbie with eight. You're right. I thought that um, you know, Barbie would have pulled in a bit more, but eight nominations is nothing. I mean, that's either. quite impressive for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're We'll get when we get to the categories, we can just say yeah, uh, where, yeah. where, where there's some disdain, uh, there. Um, but I guess we can start, uh, yeah, I, actually, for you, well, actually, for you, um, because you started on the show last year in the middle of award season, that's right. And with this one, you've been on the full year, and you've actually had so you've got to watch it from start, yeah, where like to where things are like, oh, this is where they're starting, these movies are coming out, you know. Barbie and Oppenheimer came out in July, you mm-hmm. know, and Past Lives has kind of been in the conversation even longer than that as this like kind of smaller movie that people like. Um, but now you've gotten to see it from the start all the way up till now. So how, I mean, I know you followed the Oscars before, but like, mm-hmm. what was it like to kind of like watch this all play out through all these other precursor? That was a lot of fun. That's, that's a, that's right. This is the first time I've really followed um, the awards season further beyond than um, just the golden globes and then the Oscars. Those were always the two shows that I really bothered tuning into, but um, it's been fun to like kind of follow a lot of the nom, like the nominees amongst other award shows and to see the differences between uh, the various shows, like the BAFTAs gave a lot of love to some, a lot of movies that were not, shown that same love from the academy like saltburn being a major one so yeah. it's nice to like follow and like see uh, a lot of these movies that i loved from 2023 get recognized from other awards shows which was cool um but i gotta say like this is definitely the creme de la creme i look forward to the oscars more than anything else and it's kind of like a christmas morning sort of thing more so the ceremony yeah. but the nominations are a great lead up to that so it felt like you know we're in the home stretch of award season now this is what i've really been waiting for but yeah. It was a lot of fun getting to know award season from a different perspective this year, for sure. And I'm glad. I don't know if I would have done that otherwise. So I like, got to thank the show for giving me that reason. Yeah. But it's been a lot of fun. What did you think overall about this award season? I know we're not done yet, but we're in the whole Well, stretch. it's been kind of fun that uh, at first it seemed like it started out where like, oh, I feel like there's clear front runners and stuff. Uh, and mm-hmm. now I don't really necessarily think that. But like, I guess the group of movies has all been kind of what we thought they would be from yeah the start now there there were some like snubs for different reasons like that not even like there are certain movies that didn't even get nominations at the oscars uh yeah this year and uh there's reasons why people think they were snubbed and i talk about that a little bit but for the most part you know i i can't have any qualms that like a couple of favorites weren't yeah i mean like, acknowledged it's gonna at happen all, every year 
yeah, someone has to get someone's not gonna get invited to the party, and that's, that's right. just how that's just how it is. I think uh, looking at this now and considering the movies in many categories that didn't get any recognition, it was a strong year. That's what this that's the lesson that I got out of nomination day. Twenty twenty three was a strong year for film. Yeah. A lot of um, awesome movies recognized, and like they got, I think where they belong they got the proper recognition but that meant that a lot of great movies also just couldn't squeeze in there and ultimately that means we just had a lot of great offerings from 2023 yeah that's my consensus like a, a really stacked uh year. yeah exactly which a, is a good thing a good, yeah. a good problem to have i would agree um all right do you want to kick it off with best picture yeah i will kick it off with best picture so your nominees are american fiction anatomy of a fall barbie the holdovers Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. How many of those I have, have you seen as of now? So, so I might be easier to do it this way. I haven't seen Zone of Interest, Past Lives, and where's the other one? At? Oh, that might be it. Poor oh, Things? And, uh, poor and, things? No, Poor Things. So three. Poor Things, okay. Zone of Interest, and Past Lives. Um, I could have watched Zone of Interest a bit ago. I had it, and then someone else was like... that works at the outlet that i work at was like can i watch it if we can only use like one of the oh, okay yeah, at the yeah. time which is why i gave it to that person and because i didn't have time to watch it and now i know you won't see it so i know i'm oh, trying to get that time. back yeah. now i'm trying to get that back so i can uh so both of us can see it at some point right um and poor things is finally playing somewhere close to me so i will try to see that this weekend so we had a limited um, release in 2023 then is that right yeah okay yeah, yeah i it's in my in a neighboring city an hour away from here but it's not in fredericton yet um and i have to pay attention to see if it's coming because i would make that hour trip just to see it in theaters i really want to poor things uh is one of the four best picture nominees i have not seen yet along with american fiction uh the zone oh, of interest really good american yeah. fiction was so much fun. i'm looking forward to it especially um after the all the love of god today and then barbie which is like i've said uh, in our last episode into you offline one of my imminent watches i wish that I decided to get it in today before we film this, but I went with past lives instead, which I'm really glad to have seen and you're going to love it. I know. Um, but yeah, yeah this I, will be probably the first year I get all the nominees for best picture in too. There's I usually get nice. eight or nine, but I'm going for all of them this year. Um, what I want to point out, cause I, you know, I want to point out something positive instead of the negative. Uh, I believe out of one to, I think there's six. So anatomy of fall, Barbie, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, they all have female producers in their ranks. So they're that I believe as far as that many nominations with uh with having a female producer attack, that might be some kind of record. And oh, okay. that is and that is really good to see because I, I know sometimes we they we talk about representation and who's not represented, and we had a lot of female power players that produce these movies. So that you have like huge box office hits like Barbie and Oppenheimer, and also critical hits like uh, Past Lives and uh, Poor Things, and also just really interesting movies too, like Anatomy of mm-hmm. Fall, and and uh, you know having that not all be a male field, even though there are other male producers in those worked on those movies. Right. Um, that is a big number, I think, that includes uh, female producers. So that was something i want to point out that i noticed this morning you know what i'm noticing now just to looking at it um none of these movies in best picture are sequels prequels remakes or yeah. anything of the sort they're all pretty original movies some obviously adapted from a from properties like 
like novels and Barbie, for instance, off their IP, which even then I think is sort of frivolous. Yeah, I think weird. it's pretty yeah. original. Um, so I'm really happy to see that because it feels, and we've had this conversation before, like Hollywood is creatively bankrupt. We are, you know, drowning in this sea of re, uh, remakes, prequels, sequels. But exactly. when it comes to how they're represented by the Academy, the most prestigious awards show, uh, they all are original movies, which is uh, amazing to nice behold. To see. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind um, of like the list we've been looking at. I, I believe this is pretty much similar to the Producers Guild list that we uh, had. We talked about last week, the PGAs, which mm. kind of mirrors the Best Picture nominees at the Oscars. I mean, this is pretty much where it was going to go. It seemed like all award season. So no surprises there. That might disappoint some, but I kind of like that. You know, at least they're all, uh, you know, from what I know, from the ones I haven't seen, I've heard they're good. And the ones I have seen, I know are uh pretty good there's one in there i maestro might be one i would be like i didn't love it but um, yeah i'm with you of the ones i've seen so far uh but yeah still a, a solid group of movies i would say definitely even maestro like best picture aside the other categories it's nominated and i'm happy for it and i agree that yeah. it earned its spot for the most part yeah um, but I want to move on to the next one, best directing uh, category, which is a little bit, uh, well, a lot contentious as we'll get into in yeah. a moment. Um, but uh, Anatomy of a Falls director, uh, Justine Trier got in uh, over, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll say that to the end. She's our first nominee. <laughs> Martin Scorsese, of course, Killers of the Flower Moon. He becomes the most nominated living director for uh, for directing with 10 yep. nominations. Surpass, surpass Spielberg, yeah. Was, were they tied at nine before this? Yeah, they're tied at nine, yeah. Nice. Well, good job for Marty. Christopher Nolan with his second directing nomination uh, after Dunkirk for Oppenheimer. No surprise there. I think safe to say he's probably at least tied for the lead, if not uh, slated to win. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. Very happy to see him up there. No surprise there. Um, one that I am happy to see, not surprised necessarily, but like wasn't sure on it, was Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Uh, very happy to see his name amongst the nominees. But Notably yeah. missing, uh, Greta Gerwig not there for Barbie, and that has sort of taken yeah, film community so. by storm. <laughs> by storm, yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, <laughs> like we mentioned offline, when they were like, "Well, who would you take out of this?" I wouldn't. I think it's rude to take someone out, right? So it's like they right. all deserve to be there. I can speculate on who got the spots, and I'm assuming uh it could be our girl justine for anatomy of fall and they probably like hey we nominated a woman so there you go <laughs> uh don't be yeah. don't be too upset or it could be jonathan glazer for the zone of interest that uh took barbie took, spot took the spot or Greta's. um this has been really contentious all day um, yeah. there are a lot of people that were like um and even with another nomination we'll talk about or lack of a nomination in another category they were like you know how do you not acknowledge someone that directed it's kind of like cultural phenomenon that kind of took the world by storm. And it was the highest grossing movie of 2023 and not just like a box office thing. It was critically uh, lauded too. people liked it. Yeah. Um, and I, th I know one of the things I've seen pop up a lot today was this notion of like, Hey, you know, you did, you did well, you, you kind of helped Hollywood with how well your movie did and, but you just didn't do enough to make the cut. And that's the kind of the, uh, the attitude that they kind of have um, about it. And it's very negative for people that support uh, not only the movie, but Greta Gerwig who, yeah. you know, who's, who's shown up all awards season in this category for the most part, I kind of got the feeling toward like it could happen that she might get knocked out. Cause variety put out that article 
right when award season voting was or when Oscar voting was closing and one of the guys uh, anonymously said that it's a good movie but it's just a Barbie movie and kind of dumbed it down to it's the least common denominator which is not true there's it, it is if you when you watch it it's a lot more it's like insanely commercial but it's also really right. smart and satirical and there's a lot it has layers it's not just one thing and I don't think it, right. I don't think a lot of people could have successfully directed it the way that she did um I'll be interested to see for myself for sure. Um, I think the, the, I, I think the idea here too is that they nominated her in another category. They're probably like, well, that was enough because she got a screenplay nomination, right? So I think that could be their mindset. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think they probably want to get uh, the director of Anatomy of Fall in, or maybe Jonathan Glazer too from Zone of Interest. Um, there's also the notion too that the Academy is looking at Barbie as not a serious film, and uh, and you know kind of sliding it in that regard but they did nominate it for best picture too which which is also a double hit leo it's like oh so the so the movie was good enough to get nominated for best picture the screenplay was nominated too right but, but you got double but, the best picture slots than you do for for directing for right like it's, that's true well, that means half of them in there are going to be in the same boat i think there's I, I think deadline that was like they're like well do they think that the movie directed itself because like, you could tell that solo was really upset yeah clearly yeah <laughs> think, yeah yeah so the only like the main part of the discourse that I just have trouble ignoring and that I disagree with is like the commercial su- success from Barbie. Like I don't like, and that is great for the movie, of course. But I mean, I don't think that that's not a component that's for like, you know, ex- exactly. Like yeah, th- if by that met- metric, then Rise of Skywalker would be a Best Picture nominee or Best Directed <laughs> nominated movie too, right? And that's just you know that's ridiculous that's to say. Universe. Exactly. So yeah, um, I agree with a lot of the points and they're, I guess I, I don't want to say too much because I don't really have a dog in this fight. Having not seen Barbie, having no opinion on Greta Gerwig's direction in that movie. Um, but when people bring up how well it did at the box office, I get its cultural significance, but, um, at the end of the day, like the Academy members voted and it didn't land. And I, I, I don't know, there's some things that have been brought up that I just, wanted to point out but um i'm really that is definitely going to be uh, a category that i think yeah. a lot of eyes are going to be on and will probably be talked about for, a, for the duration of the awards until march 10th and probably onward and i think right. this puts a lot of a spotlight on greta gerwig going forward whatever her next project ends up being i feel like yeah. she's going to be coming for revenge uh, i, I so haven't I, yeah i haven't seen how she's responded personally to i've she hasn't so, oh, okay she hasn't said anything and i think i mean what can she say i mean her movie right. got nominated and yeah. she got, and then she's probably happy for all the people that worked on it. And she got it. She still got a nomination. She still got in, you know, in the screenplay category. So, um, I did put that poll up on my Instagram, and uh, it's interesting because a lot of people voted yes, and I was surprised that they did. But it was that blur from the Hollywood Reporter that said the optics of excluding Barbies, Greta Gerwig, mm. and Margot Robbie because she was excluded too. From the right. directing and lead actress categories, the women most responsible for a critically acclaimed film that became the biggest blockbuster of 2023 are not good. They're saying that that is a really, you know, mm. basically Academy do better. Well, um, here's the thing. I It might be a hot take. It might be contentious. I don't even like the use of the word optics in that <laughs> sentence. Like, I don't think that the Academy is should be looking. I mean, that's not, it's obviously there should be, recognition equally across or well not even like yeah. there's obviously there's going to be categories that skew i don't think race gender as long as they're not completely excluded 
like that optics yeah. should be what we're nominating and giving recognition to movies for, but rather the quality and the content of those movies. So not yeah. to a point where I want to see it dominated by any particular, you know, category of people, but just that optics yeah. isn't something that I'm looking at these for. And I know a lot of people feel that way too, but I, I agree. It's a great that what Hollywood reporter did with that article is they are definitely sowing discourse, which is, um, yeah. naturally. And it's, and it's having, it's, they're hitting they're the like right spot. Stirring spots. the pot. Stirring the um, pot. Exactly. It's a better way. I of will say it. what Ryan Gosling said, cause he was nominated, um, yeah. which was fair. Um, you know, he mentioned being extremely honored to be nominated by his colleagues and all that stuff. But then he said, but there is no Ken without Barbie and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Bargarabi. The two people most responsible for this history making globally celebrated film. No recognition would be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit and genius. To say that I'm disappointed they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement. Against all odds, with nothing but a couple of soulless, skittily clad, and thankfully crotchless dolls, they made us laugh, they broke our hearts, they pushed the culture, and they made history. Their work should be recognized along with the other very deserving nominees. So, I mean, that's a classic response from him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Good. I think he made a lot of people happy with that. It kind of took... I, I don't think he could have said or done anything better than to recognize his uh, nomination. So, you know, good for right. Ryan. Classic nice guy, Ryan. Everyone loves yeah. him. Yep. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, you know, I, you know, it's, that's not going to go away probably. There'll probably no. be jokes from Jimmy. There'll probably be jokes from Jimmy <laughs> oh, Kimmel yeah. about this whole thing on the yes. night of. Probably so, some booze. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I go back and forth about taking that. You know, because like I like I said, I was like, it feels weird that she's not there. But then I like I told you, some people were like, well, who'd you take out, man? And I'm like, I don't really know. So I that's it's probably rude to take someone out. So I know I saw some people say Scorsese. They were like, he got they were like, I feel like they just nominated him because he's Scorsese at this point. Um, There's certainly somebody and, that's nominated for a different category that I feel that way for. <laughs> we'll get no, to definitely. <laughs> All right. So I guess I got best actor in a leading role. Yes. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Coleman Domingo, Rustin, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. That looks pretty much like it was yeah. supposed to look, I think. That looks pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, I would have liked to see I Barry Keoghan anyone... there, though. I would have loved to see I would have liked to see that, or... too. I know um, we talked a little bit about Zach Efron, uh, and I know like you were like, "Hey, like the performance is good, and maybe they're just a sign of what he is." Yeah, could do could do next, and rather than nominating him, I will say I think A twenty four did drop the ball on campaigning for. Can't argue that at I all. I don't know did. how. I really don't know why they did. I mean, it's confusing, and well, I don't get it. But well. The only thing that I can think of, well, they still ended up with two movies uh, in the best picture category that studio did. Um, So maybe they just put more weight behind those movies thinking that they would be more like Oscar darlings. But I think they had an absolute win on their hands with the Iron Claw. Maybe it just came down to too many movies. Some one of them had to take a back seat for when it came to promotion, but. They could have definitely got some noms for that if they had released it at a different time. I completely agree. If they were to release it earlier and if they would have maybe had it have a festival run, I think it probably yeah, would have festival runs up. a big part too. Um, yeah, I haven't but seen yeah, two I can't of really those performances see. though, so I don't know who I removed. Yeah, I can't if, really if I do. say anything bad about this. So it was, yeah. Uh, and by the way, Bradley Cooper gets three nominations today in the actor category as a producer on Maestro for Best Picture. And the film screenplay, he I did not realize that he wrote it. Uh, yeah, co-wrote it. I think, yeah, co-wrote it. Yeah, so he got three nominations today. Um, not one in directing. I guess that's another stub. He really put his heart and soul into it, and that's you right. tell that he really wanted it. Uh, other people thought he's chasing it, which kind of turns them off. But I, I, I uh, get that vibe. I also I saw Maestro last week, and I really enjoyed Maestro, but I 
don't think it's without its flaws. And for that yeah. reason, I don't, I'm not that upset that he's not in there, but again, got to yeah. see a couple more of those nominees before I can really make up my full mind on it. But yeah. Um, next category, we have best actress in a leading role. Starting off with Annette Benning, who I think was a big surprise for a lot of people for her movie, Nyad. Um, yeah. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, becomes the first Native American actress to be nominated. I think just nominated in general, or is it leading general. actress? Yeah, I think, okay. I think it might be. Yeah, that's, that's really good, too. Great for her. Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan from Maestro, and Emma Stone from Poor Things. Cannot wait to see Emma Stone's performance in Poor Things. Yeah. So I guess this all looks like how it's supposed to look, but there's no Margot Robbie uh, for Barbie. And the same argument that they were pushing for Greta Gerwig is the same argument that's being pushed for Margot Robbie. Uh, I think the argument's stronger for Greta, though. I don't, I mean, yeah, I think Margot was there for a lot of the different award ceremonies, though, wasn't she? But not. She was. She was nominated for a lot of, she was nominated for a lot of the precursors. And I think what people are saying is that her role in the movie, she, she has to go through a lot of stuff, but she plays mostly the straight person compared to like Ryan Gosset's kid, who is more outrageous. Her, she, she's funny and she has like some stuff that's, you know, and she gets to dive into different emotions and stuff, but it's mostly a pretty straight performance. And it probably to most people looks like it's kind of easy, but I see. it really, it really isn't. I mean, she goes, she, she, there is a clear arc for her by the end of the movie. And there are people, cause you know, the supporting people got nominated and they're like, well, they don't get that without her. They, they kind of feed off of like what they're getting from her to enhance their performances. And I kind of understand that point. Um, but again, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's a net bending here or Sandra Hiller for anatomy of fall. And I'm going to go with a net bending because you know, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people mad too, because there, there's a lot of people like who the fuck's seen that movie. Also not fair, I guess. Cause you know, we, if, it's just because we haven't put the time in to see it doesn't mean that right. it's not worthy. Exactly. Right? Um, again, has no correlation of the three of those nominee nominations or performances I've seen. I agree with all of them being there. And obviously I haven't seen poor things. I'm it comes as no surprise seeing Emma stone being there. And I'm sure if I saw yeah. poor things tomorrow, I would absolutely agree with her nomination. But um, the one I haven't seen aside from Emma stone is in that pinning Nyad, and I like how that <laughs> list looks, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't feel too strongly about Margaret Robbie being excluded either way. She's also been nominated a couple times already. And, mm. you know, for I, Tanya and Bombshell, she's put in like great work uh, at a very I, early age, too. She came into the game pretty early. Yeah. 22, she was 20, 21. Like, yeah. 22, 23. And she's accomplished a lot. So I, I think, mean, honestly, a bigger snub for her performance wise would be like from Babylon. Yeah, like, I think so too. She had one of the best performances last year. Yeah, she didn't exactly. Get for it. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, you know, but she's still nominated as a producer in Barbie. Yeah, so. she's got a chance she's to win gold. gold. Yeah. All right, best supporting actor. Uh, we got Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. There, couple of surprises, I guess. Sterling K. Brown had he got nominated for SAG. Uh, and he's gotten good reviews for American Fiction, but he didn't show up in certain uh, precursors, but he got in here. And it's actually a pretty fun performance as well. And he kind of steals a lot of his scenes. Um, I was personally rooting for Charles Belton to get in for May, December. He yeah, really a lot of people and, were. And I don't, I mean, he was also a big presence early. He had like a lot of groundswell early, then he lost momentum. So I don't really know 
what happened there, but he's also still young and he's got time to show oh, up. Definitely. I, guess. I think this might be a Zach Efron position that he's in right now. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Um, Robert De Niro was fine in Kills with Fun. I mean, I'm not really. I think uh, he, I agree. Him. He was fine. I don't think that like, and I love Robert De Niro, one of my favorite actors of all time. But I think he's got his recognition. I don't know that like this is his performance to win, yeah, uh, or to lose. <laughs> like he's he's fine in it. He's Robert De Niro. Um, yeah, yeah. And and then the poor things from what I heard, Mark Ruffalo's performance is the showier of because Willem Dafoe is another one that could have gotten nominated in supporting, right. and they said that Mark Ruffalo's is the more more fun kind of like mm. out there role compared to Will DeVos' more understated. So they aren't surprised that Ruffalo got in. Um, but, and then Ryan Gosling for Barbie. Uh, I think it's Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, yeah. get though. Um, I agree. At this point. I mean, I guess Ryan Gosling could pull a surprise. I, I mean, it would kind of be cool to see a comedic performance win because that never really that, happens. Yeah. No, it does not. Um, I will be throwing chairs if Downey Jr. doesn't win though. I really want him to win. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think I, I think, think it'd be great too. for him. I've loved him. I think and he won the Golden Globe, right? Right, he won the Golden yeah. Globe and the Critics' Choice Award. So I think he's on the roll. Yeah, too. I think he's slated. Um, All right, bringing us the Best Actress in Supporting Role, uh, another Oppenheimer performance with Emily Blunt, uh, Danielle Brooks. I think with the Color Purple's only nomination. Am I right? Yep. Uh, America yep. Ferreira, another Barbie performance nominated. Uh, again, we see Nyad in there with Jodie Foster, and then. Everyone's favorite, Divine, Joy, Randall for the holdovers. I think it's pretty pretty stacked for her. I think she's yeah, looking she's, I think she's won. I feel like she's, she's won, won everything. everything. Yeah. I feel she like was she the has, QA yeah. Quan of this year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think she has. And I think she's got this one, too. Um, you know, this, I guess, like, the open slots were probably Jodie Foster's maybe. But I think the main open slot was that fifth slot that America Ferreira got. And, a lot of surprise uh, from people there. I've seen. I know she has a good monologue and everything, but I think a lot of people does. are surprised. I think, and I think there. I think that shows the importance of having like that scene in the movie there. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, like, oh, there, there's your moment, and that is her moment, and it's good, and it's good. It's a combination of good writing and her delivery on it, and I guess that monologue has resonated. It resonated right away with people when they saw it, and it quickly went viral after people saw the yep. movie. It's I've heard that, like a all about it. Have you not seen yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, have you seen the movie? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, it's a huge moment, and I totally respect it. And I I think I mentioned on our show, I was like, after she got her see her award at the Critics Choice, like her speech was amazing. And as someone was like, yo, there are so many Oscar voters because the voting hadn't closed yet. And they were like, there are so many Oscar voters in that audience that loved her speech. And if they were like on the fence about should they nominate her, they might have mm-hmm. chosen that night to throw her in there. You know, I won't go as far as say someone says she's a Jamie Lee Curtis of this year. I don't <laughs> think that's true. Like Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't didn't to me, and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. She was fine in that movie, but she wasn't even the best supporting performance in that film. Like Stephanie Shu was like right. she was like a lot better than her. Um, but America Ferreira, I think it's because other than that moment, everything else is kind of like basic for her in the movie mm-hmm. and Barbie. But I mean, you can't like totally not ignore a strong moment though, because a lot of people who have I've won on like one scene. Yeah, <laughs> one scene alone. that's a phenomenon for sure. This reminds me um, of Manchester by the Sea with Michelle Williams, and yeah, but yep. that being said, her her big scene in that movie is amazing. Um, yeah, but again, I haven't seen Barbie. I don't know if that, those performances are uh apt to be compared but just like this the nature of them having a big scene 
a big yeah. monologue. Um, the more we go down this list, the more I think like for the Academy voters, when it comes to Barbie, it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, if you don't, of, yeah. yeah. If you don't, if you don't nominate her, right? They're like, nah, yeah. you you hated her whole that you hated her whole for, speech about women. Yeah, for so many <laughs> different categories, I think that's the case. So like, there's a lot of great, great nominees and. It yeah. would be awesome to have Barbie in there for some of them. And if you don't have it, then you're going to be shunned either way. So uh, exactly. a lot of, yeah, rock and a hard place for, for the voters for when it comes to that movie more than any, anything else, I think. Yeah. Um, right. Which brings us to our first of two <laughs> screenplay categories. Uh, yeah. A lot of the similar names here. we got American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, poor things, and the zone of interest, which I think snuck in there. I think um, it's, well, it's, it's stuck in there. And I think what, a lot of people were like, "Where's Killers of the Flower Moon?" Because oh yeah, there's the big snub. Yeah, so that's a, that's a snub, right? But I think what happened here: either Zone of Interest took its spot, or the fact that Barbie moved from original screenplay to adapted screenplay. Yeah, took took its spot because <laughs> uh, it it, cam- it campaigned all season for original, and then they decided that I think the Academy decided that hey, no, it's an adapted screenplay because it's based on an IP and it's not like an original. Uh. And that and, and that's a real slippery slope, I think. I, I agree. Um, That's what a decision that I wasn't really that supportive of. And I'm sure a lot of Scorsese fans are probably going to blame Barbie for Matt. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I oh agree. Well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got 10 nominations, though. Does it need that? And yeah. even then, I don't know if it will. I don't know. I don't know what I think will win. I don't really know if I have a, identified a clear favorite. For I, I kind of think if they don't want to piss people off, they're like, okay, let's give this to Greta Gerwig so she gets something for Barbie. But. Um, one of the one of the guys I follow on on Twitter was like, "There's a, a wordy like historical biopic like Oppenheimer is primed to win an award like that, <laughs> and uh, like to not count that out." I can see. Someone, also, someone said also said, "Don't count American fiction." But that script is really good too. It's okay, really I'm funny. Looking and forward really to seeing that. Um, but, yeah, I can see the headlines right now if. Oppenheimer wins in any of these major categories over Barbie and Barbie gets shut out or doesn't win anything like significant. Like if it only wins like song or something or even a technical, <laughs> I can just, just see I'm, I'm just can't headlines. Just win, that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Or if I, you know, if Oppenheimer will clearly win in a few of its categories, it has to. And if Barbie doesn't yeah. get anything like uh, those major awards, I just, it, it would be so fitting for the themes of Barbie for that to, yeah. you know, erupt into like chaos online i'm just like predicting that right Pitch, now but pitchfork 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 <laughs> chairs thrown yes yeah yeah, riots. yeah uh and then the original screenplay category anatomy of fall the holdovers maestro may december past life so that was the only mm. nomination for may december uh i'm really curious to see if you'll like it i mean i really liked it i think the i'm not a, made it, yeah i'm thinking i, I, I think the problem with may december what happened was one I think the confusion where it's like they kept trying to label it a comedy and it's not, even though there's why, why was that being labeled a comedy? There is some, there is some like funny satirical moments. Right. And I think I actually posted it. Uh, This one girl said that the reason why she thinks the Academy like really ignored it. And I kind of agree with her. She said, on the other hand, I do think it's very funny that Todd Haynes and Natalie Portman gagged the entire industry so hard with a movie about self-serious artists thoughtlessly biting real trauma for the sake of a shitty bio uh, for shitty biopic art. That same industry was too thin-skinned to nominate them because, like, she because Natalie Portman plays an actress that goes and uh, is basically shadowing uh, this woman she's playing, and that woman 
uh, is someone who, when she, when her current husband was, you know, a minor, she had sex with him and uh, was right. arrested for it, went to jail. And then when she got out, they got back together, had kids. It's basically based loosely based on a real life story. Too close and some to people, Hollywood's real. It's, and and yeah. some people think that was really like, oh, like too much for them, which is why they, because critics loved it. And I guess it's the example of like critics loving something and Academy voters not loving it. Right. Um, but I love that it, it still got into the original screenplay category because this script is yeah. really good. Um, but, I, but from what I'm hearing, um, like I want to root for the holdovers, um, but everyone, it's like, Dude, past lives. People, I know a lot of another group of people were saying, like, we have to give Celine Song something. Yeah. And that should be it. Right. That There's another directing snub. I having just come off that watch, that movie was phenomenally directed. I, I put in my letterbox review one of the best screenplays of all time. Like, I really, really like and yeah. it's it's subtle. It's not very rambunctious. It's just so true to life in a way that you won't understand until you watch it and know what I'm talking about. But yeah. uh if I I think that is like something that I would definitely throw my weight behind for winning original screenplay would be Celine song. And one of several uh, nominees where the director also wrote their own movie. So that's another yeah. reason to get behind it. That's great. Also, you know, I still like, I, I mean, I, after I was talking about it, I, feel like I am going to watch past lives tonight after this, but of the ones that I've seen, I feel like Maestro would be the only one I'm like, Oh, well, I mean, not entirely stoked on, that screenplay being there, right? But, um, yeah, the other honestly, ones, the yeah, other either. ones feel feel very strong though. So, um, but yeah, this is one that yeah, and I think what when Barbie got out of there, it made room for something like a May December to jump into the original when Barbie like exited that category. That's a good point. So, and and, and that's that movie's low nomination. So yeah, well, I'll, good I'll for it. What I, I'm excited I'll take what to I can get. Excited to see what I think of that screenplay for sure. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested to see what you think of the past live screenplay. I don't want to hype it up too much. It was just so amazing. I loved every I minute. Like crying alone in my room. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> oh man, it was a fucking heart grabber. Um, I guess this takes us to one of our last categories. Uh, I mean, there's several others too. I, we're not doing too many of the uh, technicals and stuff, but we got best animated feature. I think would be one worth dissecting. I, to me, this comes down to two. I don't know. I haven't yeah, seen I think so. three well. of them in here, but um, The Boy and the Heron, which is where I'm leaning, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, Elemental, which was Pixar's effort from last year, which I thought was like maligned. Was it not? Uh, it got okay reviews. Okay reviews. I think the big story was it, it opened beneath expectations and they thought it was a flop and it actually ended up getting good runner mouth uh, mm -hmm. down the line. And it kind of stayed around longer than they thought it would. And, you know, okay. they, they want to try to, they try, I guess they want to include Disney somehow in this category. So, why? I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> Robot Dreams, I had not heard of that was nominated for Best Me either. Yeah. And then, okay, no, that is the fourth. And then Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, which was snubbed in a major category. I mean, it would have been yeah. insane for it not to be included in this category glad to see it there but it did not get a nomination for score which is ridiculous yeah dale pepperton's score is really good it's one of the best of the year i guess uh, he's I'm never been gonna... nominated by the academy i heard yeah. in another video yeah. yep Shame. and i'm just gonna throw it i'm gonna throw it out there that john williams took that spot and i know oh, john williams God. is like and i know john williams is the goat but there's nothing about that Dallas score that sounds like anything that should be nominated this year no uh, i i agree no no shame or no um 
what's the word shade for John Williams. Yeah. He's one of the absolute greats, but I, again, I, I saw that. And again, I think that is just them pandering to Disney and trying to give it something. Um, but yeah. the fact that dial of destiny can say it's an Oscar nominated movie pisses yeah. me off. It's crazy. And <laughs> yeah. you know, someone made a good point too. They, they fully got snubbed in score. There were some people that thought it got snubbed in picture. I mean, I, I wouldn't have been surprised to see it there. Cause it was one of the best reviewed movies of last year. Yeah, and, a, yeah you know what but, i wouldn't have been mad about it there was a comment made that like that it just comes down to the industry still not taking animation seriously as like a serious film uh medium and like that could be kind of true because like why just give it acknowledgement in the animated feature category when it could have <laughs> gotten you know recognition in best picture yeah. i don't know that's i guess that's another round of debate that people could have Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I do. I will say the big snub was the score, though. It should yeah. be nominated for that. Uh, and yeah. and I, again, John Williams has made some of the best scores ever. It's just of course I, this felt like a that's career, not one of them. Yeah, it felt like a career score. Does of a he career really nomination. need his like tenth nomination or whatever yeah. it was? And he's mm-hmm. already won several, like five. I yeah. think he's won five Oscars for his score. So so, so you know, it, not like, that that oh, should I discount saw, you, but still, it shouldn't. But when I saw that, I was like, mm, okay. yeah, no, I. And then you, asked, really and then I was agree. like, that was like, how much of that score was new? I was trying to remember, like, how you asked me that earlier, and I can't remember yeah. how much that score was new or how much it was just reused. I just from, like the other one. It, like I'm sure, like it's a some Frankenstein's monster between the scores from the original movies and maybe a little different chord here and there, but whatever. It's, yeah, it's up in the category over Spider Man, but yeah. oh well. Um. Yeah cinematography next yeah uh is that on all you? you yep uh is it el conde uh, I, for best cinematography? I had not even heard uh, that one uh me either kills of the flower moon maestro oppenheimer poor things uh i feel like oppenheimer's gonna take all these technical ones i guess like the one te- well, let's see what i was trying to think of what technical one won't it take because i'm just just scrolling it might not get production. It might not get production design. I think Barbie might get production design. Yeah, better. they created a very elaborate uh, world for sure. For that film. I wouldn't be uh, mad about that, but and I don't think it's gonna get. It's also Oppenheimer's also in costume design. I think Barbie gets that too. Mm-hmm. I think Barbie's gonna get a lot of the like production costuming stuff, but sound cinematography. Oh. Um, yeah, vi- it, it did not. It it didn't. It didn't wasn't considered for visual effects at all. So that wasn't going to be a thing. Even though we got nominated in other award shows for visual effects. Wait, wait uh, Oppenheimer wasn't. Oppenheimer, it, yeah, no, yeah, that's wasn't. crazy. and uh, a but um, I will say Godzilla minus one pulled one. Yeah, I was happy for that. That's great. And I really love seeing that team's reaction to hearing that news. That video was really. Uh, oh, really I didn't cool see, see that because you could see it. You could tell how happy they were, like genuinely happy they were to get it. They um, deserve so- it with the budget that they made. Had that, with that movie, fifteen million dollars. That was one of the best looking uh, movies yeah. from last year, especially considering like the effects on Godzilla. Uh, I think yeah. another big snub that is going a little bit under the radar for the visual effects category is Poor Things. Um, yeah, probably a lot. Like, I don't feel like the Academy really gives enough recognition for its like practical effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it did a few years ago with um, Shape of Water. I don't right. know if it won visual effects. It won Best Picture, though. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, that is definitely something that was overlooked, I think. But again, a strong year for effects. Um, but yeah. on the topic of cinematography, though, one I haven't seen El Conde or even a shot from that movie, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But the one movie I think is really missing from here, uh, Saltburn. Really love. Yeah, it looked great, and some There's people some did nominate great... it for it. Yeah, there's some great shots in that movie. 
So that movie got zero nominations. I just think yeah. it's too salacious and polarizing. And the Academy is like, ew, yeah. it's gross. I mean, I'm I think it has a lot to do the, with that. Yeah, it did great at the yeah. BAFTAs. So good for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, another one that missed is All of Us Strangers, which I hear is also really great. That yeah, got, I've heard that great got zero, zero nominations. Uh, can't think of I'm trying to think of else. We already talked about the Iron Claw got zero. Mm-hmm. Um, the Color Purple only got one. And I think yep. that just comes down to competition. You know, because I think any other year, a big, big kind of grand musical like that would get acknowledged in mm. Best Picture. Um, especially with like Oprah Winfrey and Steven Spielberg produced it. But I guess they're like, hey, he produced Maestro. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's your acknowledgement. Not, um, one I'm just thinking of that I have not heard shouted out at all today. Um, and I don't know if this is like that contentious, but like something that at the beginning of the year I would have thought might have been up for a lot of Oscars. Um, Wonka, no, nothing, no production, nothing for that. I guess, no I guess it could have gotten like a lot of it could have got a lot of production stuff too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Technical, technical, but technical stuff, editing, maybe. Oh, the killer being absent from editing. I don't think the killer got any nominations either. I no, don't that's right. Seen. Even the cinematography, no, editing would have been something yeah. Could have been up for it. Yeah, would have like that. Um, I wanted to give love to the creator too, which I think I got two nominations, one for visual effects, which was great. That movie's in my still in my top 10 of the year. And nice. uh sound, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So good good for the team, uh the creator. I'm glad I got some recognition and it can slap that to you know dual Oscar nominee title on their physical media releases, and it deserves that that movie was amazing. Yep. And I'm still, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm just wondering if they're gonna make Ryan Gosling perform his <laughs> at, at the Oscar, I'm sure he's usually, they, it, usually, sure they, they usually will. do. Yeah, I mean, usually they have them do it. Um, yeah, that would be really fun, probably. I, I mean, I would wonder if he would do it live because I mean, it's different like doing it for the movie and you know, right, all that because you know, it's a little <laughs> bit more <laughs> it, you know, you can cut around stuff and you know, I think make, it'd be a make fun it look moment. great. Yeah, definitely. It would probably, probably it, viewership. It will remind me of when it's when Robin Williams he did blame Canada from the South Park movie when that was nominated for best original song, and I thought it was really cool that they because they Trey Parker and Matt Stone were going to do it and Robin Williams did it, uh, and that was a really fun moment from uh, back in the day Oscars when the Academy was fun and nominated a song for the South Park yeah. movie. <laughs> that is kind of fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, can't think. the only other thing I think um, that I wanted to touch on is Napoleon somehow sneaked out three, <laughs> three, three nominations. <laughs> yeah, uh, one for visual effects. Uh, what else did it get? Best production design, which I can totally see. There's a lot in yeah. that production, and any Ridley Scott movie, I think it, that should be a secured nomination. And what else yeah. did it get? I know we got three. Um, another technical one, I think. Uh, let me see. Costume design. Which, there go. Yeah, that's pretty. There's some great costumes in that yeah. movie. Even that would have been one cinematography. I think might have it could have. It's a strong year, but um, it could yeah. have gotten more. I, I'm not surprised it didn't get any of like the big uh, categories. Yeah. But agreed. Yeah, still still stuck well, out three. But yeah, yeah. Well, and there are uh, Oscar nominations. Guys. Yeah, there you guys have it. Um, <laughs> catch the ceremony March 10th, and guess you'll know more than I will where they're who's hosting them. Who's, uh, I know Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's hosting, but Jimmy Kimmel's hosting it. Uh, it's gonna uh, gonna be on ABC at the and there that's gonna be live coast to coast from the Dolby Theater at the Ovation in Hollywood. An hour and earlier gonna, this year. It's gonna be on a lot. Yes, an hour earlier than it normally is. So at four o'clock, uh, I guess Pacific time until it's supposed to run from four to seven thirty, and then of course you guys do all your little convergence for if you live somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be eight, it'll be eight o'clock my time. 
Yeah. Uh, and I will be watching it live from home. So I'm yep. assuming Jackson will also be watching it. Oh, definitely. Live from home. And then uh, we will, uh, of course, report on all the winners. We have a few other award shows to report winners on before the Oscars, though. Like, it's so weird that there's a lot of time between the nominations and the show because mm. <laughs> we have to get time to February. get those watches in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got time to get them in. Uh, but yeah, we still have the results from the DGA and the PGA and SAG. Uh, to get through, so right. uh, we'll we'll have those winners too. But yeah, uh, those are your Academy Award nominations. Uh, I mean, when we when this episode goes live, we can I guess ask you guys if already even though I already asked some, a few of you on G Reels if you guys were happy with some of the results, some of you were, some of you weren't. That, that's such as life every <laughs> yeah. year. Be interested uh, to see the discourse for sure. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, I'm when we will definitely report on everything that comes about and if there's more discourse we'll report on that too i'm hoping that maybe it'll subside but i kind of doubt it will yeah we'll <laughs> see i really don't know what direction everything's gonna go but definitely got yeah. some watches to get in here now i'm gonna hopefully by the time we meet next week i'll have a few more of those uh big watches in where there's some lots of nominations so we'll have lots to chat about next week and god i can't wait for poor things to get here so hopefully we will get to see that here soon yeah, yeah me too all right well, All right, wrap us on up. Man. Yeah, that's that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in, listening to us chat about the Oscar nominations. And like we said, check out the ceremony happening on March the 10th and uh, try and get in as many of those watches as you can. Let us know, too, on our social media. Uh, we'll have some stories for you guys to engage with over the next few days. Let us know what you thought about today's, or I guess probably yesterday's by the time you're hearing this uh, Oscar nominations. And uh, we'll catch you next week when we uh, have our regular scheduled programming. Take care, guys, and we'll see you next week. Peace.